With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Teen Girl Talk. Teen Girl Talk. Uh, I'm Susie Cota. I'm Franklin Cota. I, I just pulled the goof on Frank. That was so good. <laughs> Seriously, opened my iTunes page. I was just like, Frank, you left your pornography open. And Frank literally jumped out of his seat to check. Oh man, I'm the master prankster. <laughs> okay, so this week we are... The death of Batman. I don't remember what's it called. <laughs> Batman Beyond: The Return of the Joker. It's too long. Uh, we are in Frank's birthday month. Yay. If you would, <laughs> little guys, <laughs> if you would like to wish Frank a happy birthday, you can bother him on the Facebook. Please do. My birthday is February tenth. I do remind Susie. I know. <laughs> Rude. Rude. I already took off for your birthday brunch. Rude boy. <laughs> It's a weird boy, boy. I am? Like the, the Rihanna song. Oh, I haven't heard that one. What? It's like 10 years old. Whatever. Sidetracked already. <laughs> um, the thing is, uh... This... Oh, thanks for the email, Andrea. Love it. She was like, do more Lifetime movies. It was like, you betcha we will. Also, comparatively, watching this cartoon after all that Lifetime <laughs> stuff, I was like... All of these motivations make a ton of sense to me. The Joker doesn't seem that absurd anymore. <laughs> the Joker wants to make a son? All right. <laughs> um, so, Susie, what do you know of Batman Beyond? Nothing. Okay. So, I... I, I recognized the Batman voice. That was it. I was like, oh, that's the old Batman. That's cool. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, yeah. Um, and... Oh my god, there were so many famos in this. That's my new word for famous people. <laughs> so, the thing is with... Uh, so, I watched an interview with Bruce Tim. Like, Bruce Tim had this kind of charmed life. Like, at Who is Bruce Tim? Uh, the, <laughs> the creator of the, like, Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series. He was, like, part of the golden age of the DC animated universe. Gotcha. Okay. And then one horrible misstep, which was Batman the Killing Joke. Which... But I feel like people love that shit. Are you talking about the graphic novel? The graphic novel was Alan Moore. Okay. But the thing is, they made, like... Mark Hamill wanted that to be his last role as the Joker. Yes. And they added a thing where Batman and Batgirl have sex. Ew. Yeah. Um, Ew. Frank, you left your pornography up. <laughs> um, and, like, so, apparently... It's like, um, excuse me, that's my deviant art. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> um, Batman... Uh, the executives of Warner Brothers were like, kids aren't watching this show. We need to, like, young it down... To teenage Batman, like, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, apparently they're, like, they kept talking about this, like, throughout the week. Like, yeah, but what if, no, nah, no, nah, it's going to be horrible, it's going to be horrible, I don't want to do this. Nah, nah. <laughs> and then finally, a very legendary name, uh, Dwayne McDuffie. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne McDuffie. <laughs> um, who, the Rock Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> no. <laughs> One of the founders of Milestone Comics. Don't know what that is. It's a was a um, all bunch of inside baseball. It was a bunch. It was a comic book series or a comics book company devoted to making comic like minority comic book characters. Okay. Because his whole thing was like, if you make a, like a black superhero, that superhero has to be the representative of the whole 
race. So if we need a bunch of different heroes, so like okay. you show different aspects of like you know people of color. Yeah, uh, he was also born in February, and he also sadly passed away in February. Jesus, Frank, what a downer! But like, I just want to say like because Dwayne McDuffie, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, <sighs> Dwayne McDuffie <laughs> um, was the finally the one who kind of got Batman beyond to where it was going to be because. Yeah. He had been on vacation, and they're like, did you hear what they want us to do? Like, teenage Batman? Do you know how badly this is going to suck? And he's just like, it's Batman meets Spider-Man. What could go wrong? Truth. And then, like, after that, we got Batman Beyond. This, so, unrelated to the podcast, Frank and I saw the death of Superman, and, um, what is it? Attack of the Supermen? Rise of the Supermen. And the, so there was a teenage Superman in that <laughs> That reminded me, he was a clone though, that remind spoiler alert, that reminded me a ton of Todd McFarlane in this. Oh, um, not Todd McFarlane. <laughs> Terry McGinnis? Terry McGinnis. Todd McFarlane sucks. Spawn. <laughs> that was me. Look at him on action figures. <laughs> oh, Why my- is Spawn so ugly? Like, I can see. Because he's edgy, Susie. But I can see from Batman Beyond, it's like totally possible to make a good-looking cartoon. Why does Spawn look so hideous? Because... Also, I don't like that clown. But I do like John Lankozamo. <laughs> Sliding doors. It's very confusing. Because, like... Um, so, that, it's funny you should mention Death of the Superman and Tom McFarlane. Yeah. Tom McFarlane was part of the utter mess that was comics in the 90s, which was also Death of Superman in the 90s. Um, With his small, small head. Yeah, and his ugly, ugly mullet. Oh my god! Wait, so Todd McFarlane was the one responsible for when Superman's reborn and has that, like, no. gross-ass mullet? But, like, the the 90s were a mess in comic books history because of this thing called the speculator bubble, where everybody thought, like, oh, like, first appearances and deaths and whatnot, these comics like, from the 50s and the 60s and whatnot, are big business. Because, and so they're like, we're just going to, like, make a bunch of these, and people will buy them, and then years later they appreciate, and people can sell them for lots of money. So this was, like, the Beanie Babies of comics. Essentially, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and it was mostly trash. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. Um, because, like, basically the rise of the Superman was DC shopping all these alternative Supermen to be like, hey, that's why the Cyborg Superman looks like a Terminator, because it was the 90s and Judgment, T2 Judgment Day was popular. Is that the one with, um... Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the Screamy Boy. Yes. Okay. John Colonel. Brad Renfro. Um. Brad Renfro, right? Yeah, Screamy. Yeah. And so, but the thing was, back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, people threw out their comics. Nobody thought these were going to be worth anything, thus making them rare, thus making them valuable. So, okay, so what was it in the 90s that people did not understand how collecting works? Because they were like, Beanie Babies. (laughs) There's so many Beanie Babies. (laughs) It's so bizarre to me, because I feel like, so... I have learned from that episode of Patriot Act where they talk about Supreme that it's like the hype bubble is similar to like the what you said the speculator bubble, mm-hmm. but they're so much better at it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you, you mean like the Marvel like hype bubble? No, I'm saying like around Supreme. Like the reason that people want Supreme, and like I don't know what Supreme is. Are you, wait, are you kidding? No. Oh my god. It's so funny. So Supreme is like a um, skate wear. Like, it's street fashion. Okay. So it's born out of people mixing, like, high-end... This is what I learned from Patriot Act. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. Uh, Hassan Minaj is the host. <clears throat> but it's people mixing, like, low-end brands like Cartwright and Levi's with high-end brands like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and so, as you know, like, these, these high-end brands are crazy expensive. And the thing with Supreme is, like, the products themselves, the retail is not expensive. It's the um, resale that's expensive. So, I, you know, a 
they call it a box logo. It's I'm not going to go into the whole thing because I'd basically just be rehashing the episode. And the only reason I was aware of Supreme is because fuckboys are hot and they like Supreme. <laughs> so um, just showing a little bit of uh, <laughs> what a chauvinist I am. But <laughs> um, also... You know, I mean, the thing is, like, on Tumblr, I still follow these aesthetic blogs where people are like, oh, Supreme hoodie, and I'm, like, fanning out hundreds of dollars, and, like, look, here's a girl's really nice butt. But, like, it just gets so boring for me after a while. I'm like, I need you to get weirder. It's like like the heightening I feel like I've heard about porn, but, like, for me, it's, like, aesthetic blogs where I'm just like, you're not even trying. Like, show me an aesthetic that's, like, a zebra, like, statue on top of a Supreme shirt wrapped in a big mac oh fuck yeah that'd be sick like like a, <laughs> you could somehow make that mess I, work okay i want like a sad man in a big mac costume <laughs> hanging on to the zebra statue which is over a supreme like hand woven rug <laughs> I, I want um hashtag aesthetic culture i'll photoshop that tomorrow and send it to you <laughs> that, that that will be that will be our ad for this episode has absolutely nothing to do with Batman Beyond. <laughs> I want the most of this episode has anything to do with Batman Beyond. I know, we gotta get back to it. Okay, so, Batman Beyond, Batman's oldest book. Miss <laughs> Gordon, dead? <laughs> the original Commissioner Gordon is dead, but his daughter is now Commissioner Gordon. R.I.P. that actor who said the shitty thing about the Me Too movement. Gary Oldman? Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. fucking Gary Oldman. Um... Oh, so the, you want to know why Batman? Dumbass. Do you want to know why Batman retired? I don't know why. I thought you said Tijuana. I was like Batman and Tijuana. I love it. <laughs> um, Batman retired. Because... Oh my god, Batman cowl and cave, just board shorts. <laughs> Make that deviant art. <laughs> okay, why did Batman retire? Because like he was out trying to save a kidnapped victim. He had a, started having like a heart attack. Oh my god! And like this guy was like attacking him, and he picked up a fallen gun and pointed at the guy and then he's just like never again because I he had broken his he had a funny heart attack like in something's <laughs> got a gift no um then uh terry's father was supposedly killed by the joker's gang so he but like it's a whole thing um terry at the cl- okay so terry is in his 20s he's a teen he is not he works full time. Okay, so Frank, I'm, I feel like Frank is lying. He works technically me. part time. He works okay. after school. The hours just have to be like. We never see Terry in high school. <laughs> Summer vacation? <laughs> okay, in the series, he's in high school. He's okay. in future high school. I feel like Frank. Oh, yes, because this takes place in 2038 or whatever. Yeah. At one point, he has to carry around like an egg. Like, you know, like a, it's like a fake baby. So it's like crying all the time and whatnot. <laughs> all right, sure. So Terry McGinnis and Batman like throws in some mad shit. He's like, "How do you fail health?" <laughs> well, like, come on, like Batman would be so good at taking care of a baby. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's he's like everyone he hears about dies. He's like, "Here, can you watch it for the night?" And Batman just glares at him. <laughs> I thought you meant he glared at the egg. He's like, mm, "No." So, uh. Terry McGinnis, Young Batman, the... This is a movie, right? Yeah. The movie opens up with him fighting the Joker's gang. Bonk is the lead thug, I guess, clown (laughs) thug. Yeah. Do you know who he's voiced by? No. Henry Rollins. (laughs) Um, so... Wow, I thought... No, because I, like, I knew Henry Rollins had done voice work for uh, Legend of Korra. He plays in... It, it, of course he has. Well, it's like it's actually kind of funny because he plays like an anarchist in yeah. that. He's just like, I'm going to kill the Avatar and then we'll just live on our own. It's like, If you dude. were going to cuddle with Henry Rollins, how would you want to cuddle with him? Uh, small spoon. I would definitely just want to sit in his lap. I feel like he'd be like so cuddly. Does that make sense? <laughs> Why is Henry Rod- Rollins so cuddleable? <laughs> Because all because he's all full of nine eleven truth. What? No, stop! Is he a truther? Yes. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! How did I not know? He's that? a poet and a truther. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Wait, so does he think Bush or Dick Cheney did 9 11? I don't know. Aliens? Possibly. Could you Google who does Henry Allen think did 9 11? <laughs> I'm looking up. Okay, so. And then there's the Scarecrow one, but he's not called the Scarecrow, even though he's in the Batman universe and clearly a Scarecrow man. Yeah. Just. He is voiced by Michael Rosenbaum. Teen Girl Talk alumni from Sorority Boys also plays Lex on that Smallville show, but doing the weirdest Christopher Walken <laughs> accent you have ever heard. Like, that's what made me go into the IMDb originally. I was like, the fuck is Christopher Walken doing in this? And it's, like, very weird that he's only half doing his own voice. No, it's Michael Rosenbaum inexplicably acting like Christopher Walken. He plays, um, he plays the Flash in uh, Justice League... And Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. And there's actually an episode where he switches brains with Lex Luthor so they could have him be Lex Luthor again. Weird. Um, who plays Daredevil? Like, who is that actor? Charlie Murphy. No, not Charlie Murphy. It's definitely Charlie Murphy. Cox. Charlie Cox. Oh. Then who plays Daredevil? Wait, did I just ask Daredevil? Who plays The Flash? Oh, um... You mean, uh, in the show? Yeah. Give me some much Grant something. Um, I don't. I don't watch the Flash. Grant Gustin. Oh, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Uh, okay. Sorry. Moving on. So, um, they are trying to steal like a big satellitey thing, and uh, Baby Batman doesn't let them do it, uh, and. I don't know who plays the heavy clown. So there's, like, two different clowns, and then there's, like, these Harley Quinn twins that my friend called Kim Possible Gone Bad, and I was like, truth. <laughs> um, voiced by, do you know who they're voiced by? No. Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> well, did you see the, um, there's a bonus scene. Did you see that? No, I watched all of the credits, too. Oh, um, there's a bonus scene We where... rented this on YouTube, so I don't know where the bonus scene... Here, can I look something up? Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into your photos, Frank. <laughs> I, I, I had already pulled up the, um... I had already pulled up the, uh, Henry Rawls 9-11 True Her thing. <laughs> okay, we can't... We cannot get into that, because the rest of this episode will be about... Me basically silently reading Henry Rollins' uh, true thing. <laughs> okay, but there is... I am going there, to text this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thing where, um, like, it's after, like, the hero, like, you know, uh, the Joker's been defeated, spoiler, for the end of the movie, mm-hmm. um, and the Dee Dee twins are sitting in jail, and they're like, your grandmother's here to pick... Oh, I did see that, and their grandmother's Harley Quinn. Yeah, and I was just like, good for her, she got out of her life. Yeah, but she's not keeping it sexy. Like, I want... She's, she's like in her 80s. <laughs> yeah, you can still keep it sexy in your 80s. <laughs> like, because I love, I like, oh, and actually, um, speaking of which, Bruce Tim is the one who created Harley Quinn. She was not, like, in the, like, she was, began her uh, life in Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. If she was only then moved to the comic books. So, um, so anyway, uh, the Jokers get away, Batman returns to the Batcave, um, Bruce Wayne is just like, uh, Who is Dex on Daredevil? Dex? Yeah. Benjamin Poindexter. I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. Because I started watching a thing called Stupid Hype, which is very funny, and it stars Dex from... Daredevil, and I didn't know what that was, and I was like, Frank's gonna be so proud of me! I, like, watch, I am, like, mildly affiliated with a Daredevil thing, but then I, I didn't follow through on it. So he still doesn't know where he gets his money from. I'm so annoyed about that! Whoa! <laughs> Happy from, whatchamacallit is in this? Hmm? Is that the right guy? Oh god, I'm, like, completely derailing us, I'm so sorry. Anyway, um, so Tara's like, yeah, I couldn't stop them, they got away. Um, and Batman's like, where are you going? Or Bruce Wayne is like, Bruce is like, where are you going? He's like, the night is young and so am I. And then he goes and falls asleep at the club. <laughs> at that super awesome techno club. <laughs> um, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, okay. He's the kingpin. 
He's happy in Iron Man, isn't he? No. Oh my god, why can I not He's, tell that's, him? That's John Favreau. Why can I not tell them apart? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're both good. Like, John Favreau, I want to... It's on my Netflix watch list, that movie Chef that John Favreau did. Okay. Um, Apparently stout men all look the same to me. <laughs> I don't know, like, um... Vincent Offerow does such a good job as Kingpin. My God. Anyway. Oh wait, I sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to derail this again. <laughs> Last Thursday, I went to the city to go to some art openings, and I was in Chelsea. And as I was talking to the street, I was like, "Why are there all these like trailers in the street?" I was like, "I bet that they're they're filming something." At first, it was just like bathroom trailers, <laughs> and so I was like, eh, "Lots of bathrooms, huh?" And then <laughs> this must be Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> It's related. So I'm going further down the street. I see like the dudes that like build stuff for the sets. I'm sure they have an actual name. And then there's a duffel bag with like arms and legs hanging out of it. The fakest looking dummy you've ever seen with like some shitty new balance on. And then I walk by the pile of Law and Order cast chairs and I was like, ah! Yo, their craft service tent looked like shit though. It was that night that it was like two degrees out. It was so fucking cold and I was like, some fruit and juice? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to bite this apple and, like, apples are supposed to be juicy. You're like, clunk. <laughs> Chip a tooth. <laughs> um, so, Dana just being real understanding. She's like, Batman gets you all the time. It's such a party. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... And he's so tired, he hits on another woman. <laughs> Dana does, like, she draws a fun line. She's like, Terry, my head's on fire. He's like, all right, cool, good. You look great. <laughs> so, and she says to another woman. There's a, um, there's actually, at the end of Justice League Unlimited, there's an epilogue. They're still together when he's, like, 35 or so. Or no, I think, like, maybe 28 or 29. Are you supposed to be into that? No, I'm just saying, like, they, she sticks it out. I'm into it. And... Um, they, well, I don't know why. I thought for some reason he's not aging and she's still aging. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, they actually um, did something interesting at the end of that. Where, as it turns out, uh, Amanda Waller, this like hardcore government agent. Yeah, played by Viola Davis in Suicide Squad. Yeah, she's one of my favorite comic book characters. She's like, I couldn't think of a world without Batman, so I found parents similar toward to the Waynes. We injected Bruce's DNA into your father, Terry's father. So you're what the fuck? Terry's actually Bruce Wayne's son. Why is there so much weird clony eugenic stuff happening in this universe? Because it's comic books. Like it happens a lot. Like one day I will try and tell you the story. The Spider-Man clone saga, and then you'll just feel your brain melting out of your ears. Wait, is that that's the one from the '60s? That cartoon that looks like shit, right? Where the Spider-Mans are pointing at each no, other. No, no, that's just the Spider-Man comic. <laughs> it's the Spider-Man cartoon. The clone saga is where Spider-Man was in the '90s. It was awful. Is that wait? But that Venom is the same Venom from it, like Spider-Man Three, and then shitty Venom the movie, right? Well, let me just put it this way: This is what. Um, the, this is the new look they want for Spider-Man in the 90s. A hoodie? Sleeveless hoodie. A sleeveless hoodie. <laughs> That's the Scarlet Spider. He sucked. Um, anyway. I've been, like, watching reviews of Venom, and, like, I get it. That movie sucked, but, like, I thought Riz Ahmed was really good. Oh, the, the bad guy? Yeah. Oh, no, he's definitely good. Like... I feel like nobody is, like, they're giving him kind of short shrift because he has to act against, like, Tom Hardy's super twitchy Eddie Brock. <laughs> like, for real, though, Eddie Brock does not seem like he's been invaded by Venom. He seems like he's coked up. <laughs> like, whatever blow you got is bad, my dude. Like, somebody, somebody did point out, like, Eddie Brock never gets, like, hunky in that movie. He's so gross. He is the whole time. <laughs> like, he's wearing that disgusting sweatshirt. Oh, my God, and all the bracelets. And, like, Frank... We saw it together. Right, yeah, we could not stop laughing. That movie was so dumb. And, like, the whole time I was looking at Eddie Brock, I was like, I bet he smells so bad. <laughs> his apartment is gross. Like, literally, he throws up all over his toilet, and even before he started throwing up, Frank was like, ew. <laughs> um, oh my god. Please, please give us okay. some of the plot of that okay. video. so then we cut... <laughs> 
Then we cut... We're exactly four minutes in. <laughs> then we cut to the Jokers. Yeah. And, like, there's a shadowy boss of the Jokers who, if you've seen the show, you've never seen before. Yeah. The guy has glowing red eyes. It's awesome. Like, and he's just like, in my day, and Bonk's like, in your day this, in your day that, well now it's our day. Yeah. Like... He's like, I am the children, I am the future. <laughs> and then it turns out it's the Joker. Bum bum, but timeline-wise, he should death be dead. He should be as old as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, super old. Um, and he's just like, oh, if you want out, you can get out. And, like, he points a, what looks like a toy gun at him. And, like, at Bonk. Like a prop gun. And he, like, pulls the trigger and it was like, <gasps> And then, like, it's just a, like, bang flag. He's like, hey. <laughs> and then he just shoots it, like, shoots the bang flag into Bonk. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And everyone's like, okay, cool. What did you want us to do? Great. We'll get on that. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to steal, like, a satellite jammer or some techno nonsense. He's and so then he has the Christopher Walken scarecrow look up where there is one. They find out clear, like, Avi, they're going to steal it from Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, oh, and one of my favorite things is, like, Bonk gets a, after he gets shot, Bonk has the rictus grin from the Batman animated series. Because, like, Bruce Tim was just like, or the creator's like, the Joker kills people, but we can't do that because we're on the WB. So instead, when the Joker kills somebody, we'll just do the grin and be like, they'll be fixed later, I guess. Which... Bonk is clearly dead! <laughs> well, I did not get the impression at all that Bonk was going to get fixed, quote-unquote. <laughs> well, like, that was the thing they had in the show, where they're like, yes, they're going to be much better. We'll fix them. And they're like, they're not going to fix them. They're dead. <laughs> Just <laughs> start singing Coldplay's Fix You to Him. <laughs> like, that's not working! But Bruce Tim... Dumb idea! Everybody was, like, everyone who's seen this is like, that, the grin is so much worse than being killed. <laughs> For sure. So, um... Spooky. <laughs> uh, Terry is driving, drives Bruce to the, um, drives Bruce to a gala because he totally, like... What is it with Wayne Enterprises and galas? They should just stop <laughs> having them. Every time they have a gala, some shit pops off with the Joker. You would think they'd be like, okay, hey, so our last ten galas, definitely ruined by the Joker. We're thinking maybe just a fun run. <laughs> I can't run, I'm so old. Bruce Wayne does not need to run, Frank. He can just, like, cut the, like, little start line or whatever, the ribbon at the beginning. Um, he, he, cut, he cuts it with a batarang. Just, like, whips it. And they're like, huh. <laughs> I think that old man might have been Batman at one time. Or they'd just be like, guess he's a friend of Batman. <laughs> anyway, um... Does nobody in this world understands anything. Nobody has put two and two together that, huh, the shit Batman does looks expensive. Who's the most expensive guy on the planet? Who's the most expensive guy? <laughs> um, I'm expensive as hell. <laughs> um, so, guess what? The Joker, the Joker's attack and, like, the main Joker like, threatens Bruce Wayne and then does the classic comic book thing of, like, I've put people in danger. You're gonna chase me? You're gonna save those people? Of course, Batman saves the people. Well, Terry Gillis. Yeah. Gillis. Uh, Terry McGinnis. McGinnis. They're driving them back. And, Todd McFarlane. And Terry's just like, so, he looks pretty spry for a guy who should be in his 80s. Well, no, first he apologizes to Batman, and he's like, I let him get away. I did the wrong thing. Batman's like, no, you did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> okay, so... I think it is crazy. After watching the animated series, and now this movie... They managed to make Batman sound stern without making him sound incomprehensible. <laughs> what is it about Christian Bale and Ben Affleck's Batman that they were like, nope, gotta sound mealy mouth. Uh, the little, it's a little thing called... Oh no, we're an occupants. <laughs> it's a little thing called uh, Kevin Conroy was trained at Juilliard. Shut the fuck up. That's awesome. You know who his roommate was? Who? Robin Williams. Oh. And he went to school with Christopher Reeves. Crazy. Yeah. What a talented class. Um, well, right, do you think I'm too old to have Juilliard dreams? No. <laughs> well, actually... Um, so supportive. <laughs> well, actually... When I told the kids at work that I wanted to become a skate kid, they told me I was too old. <laughs> like, it, you're never too old to follow your dreams. <laughs> Unless your dream is to be young. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if my dream is to be a young skate kid? Yeah, I think you're... I think 
I what if my dream is to be Steve Buscemi as a skate kid? I think you can make that happen. I'm gonna make that happen. Um, is Steve Buscemi single? I don't think so. Okay. He's a firefighter. <laughs> right? Literally, anytime we mention Steve Buscemi, right? It's just like he's a firefighter that volunteered during 9 11. Because like I think he, it's so cool. I know. Do you know what Harrison Rollins would think, though? <laughs> you would think it was an inside job. Oh my god. Uh, Kevin, uh, the voice of Batman, actually also volunteered during 9 11. Oh. And he was. Wait, is Henry Rollins a flat earther? I don't know. I don't want to get into like um, somebody was like, "Can you run a kitchen?" He's like, "I was an actor. Of course, I can run a kitchen." What? Oh, because he like waste stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'd be such a bad waiter. And apparently, like some dude was just like, "Your voice sounds so familiar. Like, what were you in?" And he started listening. To him. He's like, "Oh yeah," and I was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and he's like, "You gotta tell these guys because he was serving food to the first responders." Yeah. And he's like, "You gotta tell these guys they'll get a kick out of it." He's like. They, these guys have been working so hard. They don't care about me. Yeah. Like he's like, no, man, you gotta do it. And so, like, it was in like a cafeteria, and he just like shoves open the doors and goes, "I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman." <laughs> and that's when everybody apparently just lost their minds. <laughs> I mean, I would. So and like, I don't know what I would have to be standing in the way of a tsunami. Like I'm like, that tsunami's about to hit, and then someone says a line, and I'm like, oh fuck, it's Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> How do you not get excited when someone says that? Well, apparently, like, apparently, like really cheered them up, and like they were like, I, I feel like it's instinctual. It's watch, bred in all. Of they're us. like, I watched that show with my kids. Like, Aww. you know. So, um, there's actually a little... We've gone so many different directions already today. <laughs> I just love... It. Like, I mean, it's, a, it's what it does. It's a good movie. Like, besides the Henry yeah. Rollins thing, like, it... <laughs> but yeah. I still love Henry Rollins. I don't care that he's a truther. Um, and, like, there's actually a, uh, there's a little reference to Captain America, where he's just, like, frozen in ice, suspended in animation, frozen in ice in the Arctic, and Batman's like, keep driving. <laughs> don't mention that other thing. I mean, well, because Captain America is Marvel. How would yeah. they? And it was just like, like, yeah, hey, I... it's just a little reference thing. But does Bat? Okay, this might be like sort of a noob question. Does the DC universe know that the Marvel universe exists? Do they exist in the same world? No. Now I feel like a flat earther. <laughs> um, there, there was an Avengers Justice League crossover at one point, which was pretty good. Um... So how does that like when the? How does that work? It's just, it's just two different universes. Like, you know, they're never... But I'm saying when they crossed over, how did that work? Oh, it was this whole thing, um... Like, is Metropolis, like, adjacent to Gotham? They're... Because they're... Metropolis is New York and Gotham is North, right? Uh... I always thought, like, I always thought Metropolis being more L.A., or not really L.A., like, more West Coast, because it's sunnier all the time. That's true. Like, the thing about Gotham is it's, like, perpetually in clouds. It really is. <laughs> it's, like, always half-night in Gotham. Well, the, the thing is, the original animated series was painted on black paper. Oh. Because um, they wanted, like, an extra dark look. Um, Do you think Batman was a goth when he was a teen? I think... I know he was... <laughs> I know he Do you think he was an edgelord? I know he apprenticed for a ma with a magician for a while. Oh my god. To learn escapology. Wait, why has this not been explored more? <laughs> well, it was explored in the Batman animated universe. I understand that, but why that's is how he? That's how he met Zatanna. Who is Zatanna? Zatanna is, like, literally one of the most powerful superheroes in the DC universe. She can just cast spells by talking backwards. Crazy. She, and, like, she's also a looker. She <laughs> but her and Batman were a thing for a while. That's fine. I just think it's funny because Frank's like she was also very good looking. He's like, let me Google a picture of Satana. <laughs> uh, it's, it's I just have. To I'm just thinking it would be so neat if Christian Bale had done any of the illusionist stuff because of the prestige. Oh man, fuck the prestige. he already knew fucking like. Oh my god, I have never made the connection that the prestige is Batman and Wolverine. Really? Shut up, Frank! No, I'm not always thinking. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair point. Um, I'm trying to find a like. This is generally what Zatanna looks like. Wow, strong look, right? Yeah. Um, Jeez Louise! I'll post a picture on the Facebook. 
But yeah. Rank, um, <laughs> please do not make the caption a million eggplant emojis. <laughs> well, I will not. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, there was a whole... Uses the peach emoji. There was instead. a whole thing where, like, basically the universes in Marvel and DC mm-hmm. are basically, like, people. Just, like, infinite people. And uh-huh. they had, like... Uh, were making out essentially, and that's how the two universes collided. What? And there was this whole contest of champions. It's comic books. So it makes no sense. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Um, but anyway, so what this, the next section of the movie is a lot of Terry showing up to talk to people and be like, hey, how about you tell me about the Joker? And people, and Various other people are like, go fuck yourself, Terry. <laughs> I'm not telling you shit. And he's like, okay, cool. And at one point, Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne, is like, I'm taking back the Batman suit. Like, you can't face this thing. Yeah. Like, you've done enough. And Terry gives this very um, uh, impassioned speech where he's just like, look, I was a bad kid. Yeah. I screwed up. I upset my parents. Yeah. Like, my dad was, like, awesome to me, and I broke his heart. I'm and trying to make up for, lunch. yeah, I'm trying to make up for, like, past sins, and he's just like, you're just a dumb kid. Yeah, it's, like, Batman gets really weirdly serious a lot in this. <laughs> um, like, Terry's, like, reasonable thing, and Batman's like, fuck right off. I mean, that's kind of Batman's thing. <laughs> I don't get it. It's, when Batman's written well, it's awesome. When Batman's written like this, it's not so great. Like, like, sometimes Batman just seems like a big jerk. It's kind of his thing. <laughs> it's kind of his thing. <laughs> um, Why is it, though, that he still seems so much more appealing than Superman? Because Batman is, like, Batman has flaws. Batman, like... Yeah, Superman's pretty boring. Like, know. when someone tells me that their favorite superhero is Superman, I'm like, hmm. Superman has... A, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know who my favorite is? Who? Wolverine. Stop! I love I, Logan. That movie made me. I've watched well, that movie okay, so well, many times. Well, that's the thing. Logan is a very like the the thing with Superman and Batman and Logan is like they all have like it depends on the writer. Yeah. Like a good writer can make a really great Superman story. Like my favorite. If I were a Wolverine, it would just be him being like bub all the time. He'd be like, "I'm gonna take a nap, bub." <laughs> it's not too far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> like, They'd be like, Jean Grey gives me a boner. Bub. Where's more? <laughs> this one's for you, more. Bub. <laughs> um, like, so... This episode's going to be unlistenable. <laughs> it's just gonna be so much comic book nerd trash. And we never finish the movie. <laughs> Welcome to my mom, everyone. <laughs> I knew it! God damn it! Wait, what are we doing next week? Well, that's the thing. Like, I want to do Umbrella Academy, but Susie kind of dropped some bombs about, like, her availability for this month. Drop some bombs. I'm going to be away for four days. And Frank is acting like I'm, like, um, I'm going into reclusive. (laughs) I kind of want to do Sarah Burgess as a loser. Oh, wow. I'd be very interested in doing that because I don't know anything about it. But from what people tell me, they have fucking hated it. Yeah, like, I want to like, it's kind of like, you know, stepping into a toxic cloud. Like, I want to see what's going on in here. Do you know what's, like, crazy? I feel like we probably will have liked the Lifetime movies more. Yeah. I'm so curious to see where this goes. So wait, what is Umbrella Academy? Why can we not do that? I'm not sure when it comes out. Um, And I kind of, like, I I don't know, like, I do want to just fill it up with superhero nonsense. Um, because, like, the the other movies I want to do is Fighting With My Family and Happy Death Day to You. Like, it's just like I did too much anime last year. I kind of want to expand my horizons. Also, I could not stop napping during the anime. Yeah. Um. R.I.P. Reesey. So, um, so Terry, like, gets attacked by the Jokers. His girlfriend gets hurt. Um, Bruce. Well, the two, um, the DDs. Are, are they each D, and they make up DD, or they're both DD? I think they're both DD. Okay, so they, like, kind of... Oh, it's, okay. Delia and Deirdre Dennis. Okay. So they're both DD. Gotcha. So they kind of corner 
um, Terry, and then Scarecrow, Christopher Walken Scarecrow, grabs the girlfriend, and, um, then what happens? Then they're just open firing on on Terry. Like, they're straight up shooting guns at Terry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so it's then that Batman's like, okay, like, go ahead, right? Well, no, that, what concurrently, uh, Bruce is getting attacked by the Joker, and the Joker infects him. Infects him. Right. With I don't, the toxin or yeah, with the Joker or venom. Yeah. Um, and also hurt. What is Joker venom? That's the thing that makes you go Joker insane. Like you get the grin and like you start laughing uncontrollably. But did he have some kind of antidote? Yeah, he's. Batman. We saw him making the antidote before the Joker attacked. Right. He's like that's Batman's thing. Is like I'm always prepared just in case. Yeah. And he also hurt. Joker also hurts Ace. Batman's dog, hmm. um, which Batman saved from a like a dog fighting ring. Of course he did. Why is there no Alfred in this? Alfred was like in his sixties when he was raised. Right? Don't tell me that Alfred is dead. <laughs> he he probably passed away like quietly. You are telling me they do all of this genetic cross editing and they could not give me another Alfred. <laughs> Put Alfred in the dog. <laughs> Oh god! I just, Dog Butler, I the, love it. The guy, the guy. Please who, rewrite this for me. I, I just, I'm gonna look it up, but like the guy who played Alfred on the Batman animated series, just so great because he was just constantly roasting Bruce. <laughs> no, imagine a dog <laughs> saying all those lines. Amazing. Um, Bruce, you're a loser, and you get nothing. I mean, it's just like. Don't you like boobs? The the surrogate parents for like these superheroes are like the most important characters. There's like Alfred, who's just like. I'm going to help you on your crusade to fight justice, even though it pains me to do so. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the Kens who are just like, son, you're basically a god, but live as a mortal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Terry, <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts, where Terry, like, hops on his motorcycle, is heading to Wayne Manor, and he's calling him, calling Bruce, and he's just like, he's not home. Wait a minute, it's night, where does he go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets there, and, like, Bruce, through his, the Batman sheer willpower, is just, like, vile, under table, and, like, uh, Terry injects him and saves him. And so the Batcave is kind of torn up, and uh, Terry makes the point where he's like, it's crazy, because he... Well, wait, then we find out what happened, because... Uh, Barbara Gordon shows up to, like, help out. Voiced by Angie Harmon. Yeah. And she, um... Spills the tea. Yeah, she tells the story of, like, what happened to kind of split up the Bat family. Um, as it's called. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I I thought the way that they drew Robin in this was very weird. It seems so much more juvenile than the rest of the characters. Yeah. He's supposed to be, like, 12, 13. I know, I'm just saying, like, the the style they used was weird. Yeah. Um, Even the style for his transformation. Yeah. I'm sure they did it just to unsettle you. Mm, it worked. Um, <laughs> Mission accomplished. So, what happened, essentially, was Harley Quinn and the Joker kidnapped Robin, and for, like, a solid, what did they say, like, a month? A few weeks? For like It was a few weeks. It was, like, three weeks. A few weeks, like, Batman and Batgirl could not find him. Um, it's so gross that they made them have sex at some point. I mean, everything about... Like, that... That's the thing. I love Harley Quinn as a character. I yeah. think she's great. Oh, no, no, I was talking about Batman and Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I was surprised. I was like, oh, weird that there's no Harley Quinn in this. And then Harley Quinn showed up, and I was like, okay. Yeah, um, Arlene Sorkin, the original Harley Quinn. Tara Strong also does some great work, but... Yeah. Arlene Sorkin. Yeah. Um, Pudding. Yeah. So, uh, Joker sends, like, an explosive, like, invitation to Batman. Batman shows up at the old... It's like a jack-in-the-box. Yeah, at the old Arkham Asylum. And this is probably, like, one of the most horrific moments in the Batman animated series. The scene was so cool, though. Yeah, like, it was just very well done where, like, um, he, like, the Joker unveils, he's made, uh, Robin into another Joker, He's, he says, he does it in a whole narrative, like, me and, I don't know what he calls Harley Quinn, but. Um, yeah, I think, like, he calls her sweetie or something. Yeah, um, we wanted to start a family, and she, like, taps her tummy, and it's like, this clock is ticking! 
Um, but he said, you know, we skipped all the joys of childbirth, and then they. Harkin's <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and so they show him administering electroshock to Robin, and I guess generally torturing him. Yeah. And then they, so they broke his mind, and the way he shows Batman is like on a home movie. Yeah. And he's just like, if you don't, um, at one point he's like, if you don't like this, I have slides. Yeah. And this is like one of the f- my favorite things about the writing is they did not dumb down the language for kids. Yeah. Because there's another point where somebody says like, in the, in the animated series they use the word gun cell. Like, you know, um, a gun for hire. I'd yeah. never heard that term before. Yeah. And in this, like, um, the Joker's like taunting Batman. He's just like, like... He's like, secrets which are only mine to know, Bruce. Yeah. And it's like, like, but just like the kid who peeks behind, uh, peeks at his presence underneath the tree, I find myself strangely disappointed to think behind all that Sturm and Batarang, Sturm and Drang. Yeah. Like, you're just a kid in a play suit calling out for mommy and daddy. Yo! When that (laughs) happened, I was like, oh my god, Batman's gonna fucking kill you! (laughs) And then the Joker tops it off like, like, I'd laugh if it wasn't so pathetic. Oh, what the hell, I'll laugh anyway. And then Mark Hamill just cuts into his, like, classic Joker <laughs> laugh. Yeah. And then and, Batman attacks him. Yeah, Batman's like, and Batman's like, I'll break you in two. Yeah. And, that was so intense. And the Joker is like, if you had, if you had, uh, if you had, like, the stones for that kind of fun, this would have been over a long time ago. And, like, there's more There's more fights. Um, Batgirl ends up... She scuffles with Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn falls into a hole. Um, but... Classic, cl- a hole? It seems like a cavern. Yeah. Um, classic like uh, comic book thing or movie thing. Did you see a body? Nope. Still alive. Most have. Um, Even though with the Joker they did see a body still alive. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> um, So, like... This is, there's actually two versions of this, because they Uh did show this on TV. Uh Uh-huh. In the TV version, the Joker gets electrocuted, which is equally, it's somewhat more horrible in my mind, because, like, it's, um, um, and also, they changed, because, like, Joker throws a gun to Robin, and it's just like, finish him off, and in the, uh, TV version, he said, make him into one of us. So the uh, Robin, like, shoots the gun, and it's the bang flag. Then he points at the Joker and kills him. Yeah, and then apparently, and his the Joker's last words are, "That's not funny." Yeah, <laughs> Robin needs to be sent away to be there's, rehabilitated, basically. Yeah, um, there's this doctor that's been helping Alfred watch out for Batman since he was a kid, named Leslie Gordon, um, Leslie Tom Thompson. Yeah, um, Tom McFarlane. No. <laughs> and, um, Bat- and, like, Tim's like, I'm done. And that kind of leads us to here. Mm-hmm. So, um... And we're told that Tim, a.k.a. former Robin, is, like, married with kids and is, like, a some sort of engineer. Yeah. Um, and, like, so Tara goes to talk to him. And it's just like... And Tim's just like, this whole thing is stupid, Capes and cows is stupid. And we also saw him watching the reemergence of the Joker on the nightly news, and he seemed shocked. Yeah, and also he shows up to talk to Barbara at one point when the first time Terry's like, "So, Commissioner Gordon, this is the this is the one th- like one." I'm sure there are plot holes I'm just ignoring because I love this, yeah. but like this is the thing where it's like, was the desk sergeant less like? So you're just some rando kid, and you want to go talk to the commissioner? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, like, Terry, like, points out, like, all the other costumes are destroyed, except for the, no, the only costume that's destroyed is the Robin one. Mm-hmm. Like, really fucked up. And, um, he thinks, like, your little Robin might have turned into an angry old crow. <laughs> Which, a little bit corny. Yeah. Not one of your best, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Terry, you can do better. He, um, Terry goes to talk to Tim, that's when they have the thing, like, you can go, like, Tim's like, go fuck yourself, (laughs) tell the old man to double go fuck himself, (laughs) um, Terry thinks it's this guy, Jordan Price. 
who is trying to regain control of Wayne Enterprises. Who's also voiced by Mark Hamill. <laughs> to kind of make you like, ah, uh, it's him. Ah. Mark Hamill's a very good voice actor. Clearly. Um... So then, like, a laser comes down from the sky, because it's the future, and of course we have satellite lasers. Sky laser. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were doing sky beams before Marvel was doing sky beams. I'm sick of sky beams. I'm also sick of sky beams. Anyway. <laughs> we're all sick of sky beams. Um, so that- Nobody loves Millhouse. <laughs> so this turns out to be, the Joker was assembling a stuff for a satellite jammer. To then take control of these military-grade satellites. And he sh- his plan is to burn a smiley face into Gotham. I had no clue that's what was up. Yeah. I, it's a, pr- like... Frank's like, it's a pretty solid plan. Well, the thing is, like... The, th- the thing is, like, of a lot of Joker media, or, like, a lot of the Joker in movies and whatnot, is yeah. it's just, like... Their plans are like, I'm going to get a bunch of money. I'm going to create anarchy. It's just like, the Joker just kind of does things. It's sort of the most interesting, because it's not even like you need that. So. Why did you do this thing? For the lulls. (laughs) No, stop it. Oh, God, no. (laughs) I didn't mean to reference Assassination Nation. I'm sorry. (laughs) Frank's too edgy for us. Um... So, then the showdown kind of happens because Terry is flying around in the Batplane? The new, like, there's flying cars in the future and, like, he's in the flying Batmobile. I I just thought it was a small plane. And the (laughs) Joker uses the satellite to shine a spotlight on him and it was like, no, 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 do not ruin the surprise. Yeah. So, Terry shows up at the, um... Shows up at the factory the Joker's been using as his hideout. Was it like a Candy Jacks or something? Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> I loved that. He's just like eating old candy beans in the first uh, <laughs> scene. Um, just handfuls of these candy well, beans. Well, he shows up at the factory and. Do you know what that reminds me of? What? Michael Bluth being sad and eating a bag of candy beans. Um, he showed, like, when Terry shows up, it's Tim Drake. He's just like, Drake, what are you, what are you doing here? And that's when Drake turns into the Joker. That was cool. I mean, I knew it was coming. I kind of, I was like, duh, of course it's Tim Drake. (laughs) Um, He just kept making me think about Drake cakes. You would think I'd think about Drake Drake, but I didn't. And he's just, like, using cutting-edge nanotechnology. Like, I can't, like, it's basically a Tyler Durden thing. Yeah. Where he's just like, now the changes come at will. Like. Because when they had first kidnapped Robin, they interspliced this, like, Joker stuff in him, so, uh, he said, like, when he wants more time, he'll just have Drake, like, call his wife and be like, and then at this point he switches into the Drake voice, honey, I'm working late tonight, I'll be home later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very spooky. And so, Batman is in Terry's ear, and, like, the Joker says, like, I know he has you wired up, like, or is he still... Tim when he's saying that. No, he's like, I know you can, I know you have him like, your bat boys. It, the um, Joker also constantly calls him bat fake. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's a great part where he's just like, oh, so you must be the new boy. Gotta say, I missed the cape. <laughs> so Terry starts taunting the Joker and it's like, mm, you've always wanted to make Batman well, like, laugh, but you're not funny. Like, basically well, he tells him he's a shitty comedian. Well, there's this whole thing where, like, um, the Joker kind of throws essentially, like, a a, mo- a manacle on him, and it, like, electrocutes Batman. Yeah. And this is when Batman's like, like, got nothing to say, Terry? He's like, yeah, got one thing. Sick him. And, like, Ace comes jumping out of the Batmobile. Now, imagine if Ace was part Alfred. <laughs> it would be fucking amazing. Um, he bites off the manacle, then he gets shocked by the Joker again, which sucks. Like, Ace the Bat-Hound is the true hero. And then, Justice for Ace! And then Terry breaks off, <laughs> breaks the, um machine so that the beam is coming towards them instead yes and um the joker just kind of wants to call it there he's like well now you spoiled everything see you around kid and that's when they start fighting and the joker's like i know every move the original batman and robin do at their prime and then terry starts fighting dirty he's just like that the real batman boy he's like 
I told you you didn't know anything about me. <laughs> and that's when Terry starts throwing some sick burns. Because he's just like, you, I thought... Um, he's just like, where's the A material? Drop your pants! Like, throw a pie in your face! <laughs> like, this is the weirdest part. I was like, Terry, this shit's not funny? <laughs> he's like... Squirting flowers, garbage hack. <laughs> and he's just like, I think I do think you're fu- kind of funny, like because I think you're so pathetic. And then starts laughing at him, and the Joker cannot handle this. He's like, the Joker freaks out. Terry's like in the beams of the ceiling at this point. <laughs> so um, Joker's defeated. Um, well, like then the the Joker does have him pinned down and is strangling him. But then Terry, like, somehow slipped the Joker's electrified. This, I hate having to say this shit because it sounds so dumb, but I, part of me still thinks it's so awesome. Yeah. Has his electrified joy buzzer and, like, <laughs> hits the, um, the, like, dot, the nanomachine thing that contains the Joker. Fries that out. Tim Drake is Tim Drake again. He escapes with uh, Ace and Tim Drake. Machine gets destroyed. Laser stops. <laughs> And Tim then, Drake has some, like, regrets. He's, like, bummed that he was secretly the Joker and didn't know it. <laughs> but then, like, Bruce is like, it's time I showed up for this kid. And also, um... Bruce, daily dollar short is really what I'm gonna say. Um, and also we didn't mention, uh, Tim Drake was... Old Tim Drake was voiced by Dean Stockwell from, um... Blue Quantum Velvet? Le- what? Blue Velvet. I never saw that. He's in Blue Velvet. He was also in Battlestar Galactica, and... Oh, God. He's, like, Commander... What's his name, right? Adama? No, he's one of the Cylons. Oh, Jesus Christ. Spoiler alert, That's not a spoiler. You find it... Like, you see him in one episode, and the next episode you find out he's a Cylon. Glowing spot. Also, it was 14... (laughs) Yeah, they kind of stopped doing that after, like, the sixth episode or so. Don't their spines glow when they get boners? When they're having sex, yes. (laughs) Didn't he suck at one point, yes. Ah! <laughs> oh no, look at that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Batman Return of the Joker. Now I'm just thinking about that weird... He's like, well, it's fine. <laughs> no reason, boner. <laughs> so, Susie, what would you rate this movie? I loved it. I'm gonna give it an 8. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't think it's, like, really aged that poorly. Um... Mm-hmm. I still think it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's set in the future, so. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, th- I don't think they really used any of the weird slang they used in the show. Like, oh, that, that's totally shway. What does that mean? It's cool, basically. <laughs> shway. Um, it does not sound like a full word. Yeah. But no, I, st- I still love Batman Beyond, the series. Um, I might buy it for myself at some point. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, next week we will be doing, um, oh, but Susie, before we close out, I want to get your gut reaction to the, uh, Batman the Animated Series version of Bane. The fuck? (laughs) Why, why is it so hard (laughs) to make Tom Hardy seem cool? (laughs) Because, like, the problem with the, like, the Batman the Animated Series Bane is he has a nose. He looks like and a, a luchador. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that was the... that was That's Bane. He's supposed to look like that. Like, except in the comics, he looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did not sound like a comic book nerd right then. In the comics, he looks super cool. I mean, I definitely maybe have sex with him. <laughs> this, this... Oh, God. Ow. Frank got so... Are you okay? Frank got so excited about Bane, he threw his phone at me. Oh, he does look sick as hell there. <laughs> Cause, like, I'd probably pee my pants if that was coming at me. <laughs> and pass out. But, like, it would be very embarrassing. But for some reason, they, they gave him a nose in the animated series. I guess to make him less scary? I mean, that's the, the thing. If they're, like, sort of straddling the line of wanting it to be kid-friendly, but still needing it to be, like, Batman dark, it's difficult, I think. Yeah. Uh, Bane actually, like, wrecks the Batmobile with his bare hands. And Batman says to Alfred, like... He destroyed my car, Alfred. Between a couple of guys, that's personal. Oh my god. Okay, so next week we are doing... Uh, Sarah Burgess is a loser. Okay. I've, I've been wanting to do this movie for a while. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on it. Uh, you can contact us through our email at realteengirltalk at gmail.com and you could join our Facebook group or follow our Facebook page. Um, I just found out today all of these scary facts about the data that Facebook and Google keep on us. 
<laughs> but I'll still continue to use both because I'm a sucker. <laughs> and Frank has another podcast. It's called I Hope I Can Make It Through. He's actually leaving this recording to go record that <laughs> podcast because he's a beast. My, I'm going home and eating some chamole and falling asleep. So. My, my co-host Donnie now has cats. Oh, cute. Yeah, I'll show you a picture when we're done, Susie. Okay, cool. Um, um, if you want, uh, you can... Go oh, rate and review us! Yes, please rate and review us. I actually realized, Susie, I think we've hit enough reviews that we need to do Emily's Away. Cool. Oh, or enough uh, ratings. I think we hit, like, 50 ratings. I said we'd said we'd do Emily's Away then. Awesome. So, yeah, get ready for us doing a playthrough. I'm going to figure out the face cam thing, because Susie demands it. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot I demanded it. Yes. <laughs> so can't we just set up a secondary laptop i'll figure something out yeah yeah i i think i mean i also have a, just a video camera i could set up whatever well that nobody cares about this <laughs> frank's uh, used to go proing things <laughs> <laughs> frank goes mudding and by that i mean he just puts his gopro on the front of his car when it rains and he's like guys it's wild and it's like this is just like two hours of you driving in the rain <laughs> actually it's just me like kind of jogging not that quickly through mud <laughs> walk <laughs> and just power walking through mud oh my god please make this oh my and god i completely like... forgot to do our remake i i'm gonna go home tonight i'm gonna eat some chipotle and then i'm gonna do our remake of oh my god i just keep thinking about horse movies crowning jewels not a horse movie we filmed it like a month ago justine gave us six dollars for production costs and i'm gonna make this happen i promise yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so until next week. Oh, wait, and the coffee. Talk about the coffee. Oh, yeah, if you'd like to donate some money to us, uh, we have a coffee. The we'll link... send you a video of Frank walking through some mud. <laughs> <laughs> it's ko-fi.com slash teengirltalk. And if you want him to be barefoot, just let us know. Yeah. He has little hobbit feet. No, please. <laughs> I'd walk barefoot in mud for some money. Who yeah. gives a fuck? But not... <laughs> If you want to see if you want to see vids of me walking through stuff barefoot, that's another site. <laughs> it's a triple F, Frank's foot fetish. <laughs> I like think talking about foot fetishes are the funniest shit. Like, I mean, you know, follow your bliss. It's just like my feet are so gross. Yeah, like, but, and like, I swear to you, dudes have like messaged me about my feet, and I'm just like. You haven't seen them. I have monkey toes. I don't paint my toenails. It's gross. But I have no arches, even. But that's, that's the, like, I don't know, like, are dirty feet, like, I guess people, probably different strokes for different folks. Like, exactly. Some people might be into clean feet, dirty feet, whatever. Whatever you're into, that's cool. <laughs> you're into dirty feet, I'm your girl. <laughs> yeah, like. I only started I, wearing socks I, I, this year. <laughs> I have hobbit feet. Like. If you're, oh my god, I'm so sorry I opened this up. Now we're just talking about our feet way too much. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I did listen to, like, one podcast where <laughs> Hannah Hart was talking about, like, how she went on wiki feet, and, like... What is that? It's a wiki for celebrity feet. Oh, my God. And she saw... Susie's <laughs> 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 racing to her phone. I have learned so much today. Henry Rollins, a truther. Wiki feet. What if Henry Rollins' feet are on wiki feet, and they have, like, 9-11 truths written on them? It's, it's just him stomping a copy of Loose Change. <laughs> Anyway, like, so she's just like, she's. Just, oh my god, it's on, it's on, it's on there! What? <laughs> and her mom's feet are on WikiMeet! <laughs> so the thing is, like, she saw, like, pictures of her feet, and then she saw. Oh, he's so shapely, look at him. Yeah. Um, like, Hannah was looking through, like, her article on WikiFeet, and then she's like, those aren't my feet. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Switch to WikiFeet women. Weird. Yeah, I mean... The revised comment section is intended for intellectual discussions over symmetry and aesthetics. Vulgar, hateful, or sexually explicit comments have no place on this site. In short, keep it cla- she In short, stay classy. Winky face. Wow. So I guess if I wanted to talk about people's feet, I could. I just have to keep it classy. <laughs> I so badly want to be like, if you can tell us what a classy foot comment is, but I don't, we shouldn't open up that Pandora's box. Yeah, I mean... Oh no, Frank has a classy foot comment! What's a classy foot comment? I, no, I was just going to be like, nice feet. <laughs> <laughs> Loving those toes. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs>
Disney Coda. I'm Brian Coda. Stop thinking about feet. <laughs> Team Coda. <laughs> Wish I could. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.